Good morning, and thank you for tuning in to the Automation Morning Show for Friday, February 17th. My name is Sean Tierney, and I want to wish you a very happy Friday today. With that, let's go ahead and take a look at what's new in industrial automation. First up, we have a press release from IEEE. Their IEEE Foundation has turned 50. Congratulations, IEEE Foundation. And now you may be saying, well, what's important about that? Well, I got to be honest, I didn't know much about the foundation, but they do some great work. They are working in over 200 projects across the globe to help uh, smart villages, right? So to bring them an uh, internet access and help uh, entrepreneurship and help education and whatnot. They also have a history center. They actually have their own wiki that they keep a history of technology. And then uh, one of the things, they also have a, a program for uh, women in engineering, which is so very important. And they also have this, uh, which I was talking to my wife about this morning, she's a principal, and it's called Try Engineering. I didn't know about this, but this is a website that has all kinds of lesson pl lesson plans on it for uh, things that teachers can do in school. And they're even uh, broken down by um, age groups. So five to seven, eight to 10 and so on. So I just thought it was very, very interesting. And uh, if you know an educator, um, please let them know about the IEEE Foundation's Try Engineering website. And with that, we'll go to our next story here. And this one is from Fanuc. And this one is about cobots for machine tending, okay? So this is very interesting. There are some machines that take a lot of training to use. And in some cases, when you can't find a skilled operator, they're saying, well, have you considered using a mobile robot for that? And this really marries like a AMR or a AGV with a robot arm to do, you know, machine tending. I thought it was very interesting. And there's this great four minute video here that actually goes through, you know, they kind of talk about the, the scenario at the beginning and then towards the end, they actually show the robot loading the machine, taking out the finished parts, washing the finished parts. Um, and just, I thought it was very interesting. I can definitely see there are gonna be places, there are gonna be jobs that no person wants to do. I remember as a, as a teenager, I worked in a machine shop where all day long I fed a part into a machine and I pushed a button and I took the part out. That can be done by a robot very easily. It was the most boring job in my life, I think. And um, so, uh, yeah, there's going to be jobs that people, you just can't find people to do because they're not, they're, they're very repetitive and not very interesting. And so I definitely can see this as part of our future. And, you know, this next story too, if we take a look at this, this is from Wittenstein. And this is about a joint venture they're doing to produce haptics for robots. So pressure sensitive uh, uh you know devices for robots and i know there's actually some already out in the market and there's the reverse of that where they have haptic gloves where it makes you feel something that's not there if you're doing like vr or ar um but in any case i think you know it's important for um you know when a robot's picking up something delicate it needs to know that not to apply too much pressure and the better the feedback we have on those arms the better job they can do so in any case i thought those two stories went together and again we're not promoting removing humans from jobs humans want. But when there's a job a human doesn't want, like uh, spinning that wheel all day to grind the flour, you know, that's where we can tie up an ox or, you know, put a, these days, put a motor on it, right? So in any case. So with that, our next story is one from Global American. It's about what makes a PC industrial. And I thought this was a very good blog. And I know when I first started, I didn't realize, you know, back in 1990, I didn't realize... Why do industrial PCs cost so much, right? I mean, a standard PC may have been five grand, an industrial PC was 15, 20 grand. I'm like, 
I don't get it. Well, I was quickly educated that, you know, they don't use standard PC parts in an industrial PC. It's just not a box with a fan on it, right? They actually use industrial grade chipsets and industrial grade components all throughout the entire PC. And so that's why you don't always have the latest, like the 13th gen or 14th gen Intel processor is because once they develop the commercial market, then they go back and redesign it to be industrial. So a uh, good article. If you're interested, you have anybody asking, hey, why do industrial PCs cost so much? This is a great article that explains it. Next, we have an article from Pi Control Solutions. Now, we've had them on the podcast a couple of times, and I'm actually scheduled to have them back on. And they do some, you know, tuning and advanced process control. And uh, this article from them is similar to an article we covered yesterday where they talk about how they can really help companies not only uh, save electricity, but also maximize um, production. So I thought it was a very interesting article, similar to the one we looked at yesterday, but from a different angle. And I uh, look forward to having them back on the show here in the next few weeks. Next up is an article from Opto22 from their blog. And today they're covering MQTT with their Groove product line. Now, I don't know much about the Groove product line, but it looks pretty cool. And um, this article really kind of covers all the resources they have made available to their customers to implement MQTT on their Groove products. So I thought it was a good resource. If you're using Opto22, you definitely want to check this out. Next up, we have a new article from the guys over at Software Toolbox. And here, they're covering using Top Server with OPC UA discovery servers. Now, you may not be using Top Server. Now, if you are, you definitely want to read this. But if you're not, there's still some interest in here because they will explain what these discovery servers are as part of OPC UA and how there's local discovery servers and global discovery servers. And so I thought it was very interesting because I haven't played much with OPC UA. So I thought that was very interesting to go through the step-by-step -step and learn all about them. Next up, we have a spotlight product of today. And today I'm spotlighting my Compact Logics uh, online training course. This is called Compact Basics. And in this course, I try to teach you everything you need to know to get started. I actually bought a bunch of hardware. I actually borrowed a bunch of hardware. And I try to go through every single uh, version of Compact Logics that there is out there. And the, starting with the old L20 and L30, the original Compact Logics with just serial ports, and uh, all the way up through the 5380, which at that time they had the experience kit. So I purchased one of those. And uh, it's a great course. I'm actually going to be, as I'm finishing up my Siemens S7 course, which will be going, like I suggested, I'll be going off sale. Um, I will be coming back to this one, and I wanted, there's a couple of lessons I want to add to it to bring it in parity with my Control Logics course. And once I do that, this will be going to the regular price. So it's at a reduced price right now. It's like, uh, I think, 25% off. But in any case, um, just want to let you know of that. So, um, of course, this is part of our Mega Bundle. If you bought one of our other courses and then you want to upgrade to the Mega Bundle, you can do it for the difference in price. Um, if you bought, let's say you bought the Control Logics course and you want to get the compact one, you can buy it for the difference in price. So we always do that with our bundles. We just You just contact us and we get you a coupon and uh, allows you to buy that upgrade. All right, so now from the Spotlight product, we want to go to our publication crawl, the pub crawl. And today, the only one I found of interest was a new manual from Siemens. And this is on their, you know, what I would consider block I.O. This is Ethernet I.O. blocks that um, each block is like a standalone Ethernet node. And these now come in multi-field bus versions. So they do Profibus, they do Modbus TCP, and they do Ethernet IP, which is really cool. So one block does all three out of the box, right? 
So very, very cool. And this is what they call their manual collection. So they take a bunch of different manuals that have been updated and then they put them all into this one PDF, which I think is a phenomenal idea to do. And uh, I haven't seen anybody else doing it. Maybe some other people do it, but I, I really like this. Uh, it really makes it easy just to grab one document and know you have everything that's been updated. So with that, we'll go over to our audio video file of the day. And this came out last night. This is, what do you do when RS Lynx's uh, Ethan IP driver won't find your device? This was a question that came in. So I created an automation tech tip on this. Um, we de debuted it during the morning show in a previous episode, and now I've split it out as its own little video. You can find it here or any place where we share our videos, including YouTube and Rumble. So uh, of course here, it is ad free and it's closed captioned. So um, if you can't listen to it, if you don't have earphones or uh, earbuds and you're someplace where you can't play a video, you can mute it and just put closed captioning on and you can watch the whole thing with the closed captions, which I think is very cool. Um, from there, we want to go over to coming content releases. So um, what's coming up today around 3.30 p.m. is a Q&A about, hey, I tried to download my uh, VUME project to the destination and when it runs there, it says it can't load at ActiveX control. So that was a Q&A that we did on the morning show and I've split it off to another uh, video and it is here on theautomationblog.com and every, again, every place we uh, post our videos at around 3.30 today. All right, with that, I wanna go into a tech tip and I wanna show you, like if you wanna start learning Siemens, right? And this is something I tell my students in, their, in the course. Uh, if you wanna start learning Siemens, you can get a free 21 day trial of their TIA portal. And in today's tech tip, I'm gonna show you how to do that. Now, I'm gonna go ahead and switch over to my VMware, which is going to sleep. And what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna open up a secure browser here. So um, I know many of you use these corporate browsers, which is fine, but I don't, uh, I'm not a fan of uh, them. So I like using uh, secure browsers, which um, don't track you. And from here, I'm gonna to go to, uh, I'm just gonna to go to Stop Page, which is another secure search site that doesn't uh, modify the results to meet their agenda. And so what I'm gonna search for here is uh, Siemens Industry uh, Support. And let's see if we can get that website here. Okay, let's scroll past the ads and we'll come right down here. And there it is, support.industry.siemens.com. So I'll click on that. And now you think you would, the best way to search would be on TIA portal trial, right? Wrong, and I'll show you why. So you don't wanna search here. This is for actually a part number, okay? Or what Siemens calls an article number, right? You wanna come over here, right? And I'm gonna search on TIA portal trial. Okay, and look, the first thing you get is this test suite. Well, that isn't what you think it is. It's not TIA portal trial with all this extra stuff. It can't be installed by itself. So um, you don't want that. Now that does, will eventually link to what you want, but I found it's better to search on, let's see here, step seven, that's the name of the PLC part of TIA portal. And it used to be, step seven used to be a separate package many moons ago before I started using it. So if I search on that, now what I'll see here is, um, you can see step seven and PLC SIM and WinCC 17. Well, you could use that one, but we want 18, 18 is out. So there it is here, okay? So that's what we want. Now PLC SIM used to be a separate download. So let's take a look at what's here. So you can see lots of different things on this page here. Um, what we're gonna come down to is, 
the actual download links. So you can see you want to get both of them. Um, in my course, I show students that if you don't have this PLC sim portion, you won't be able to simulate the, uh, the code. So in any case, I believe I've already downloaded these, but I'm going to go ahead and select them anyways. Now, at this point, if you didn't have a free Siemens account on their website, you would have to create one. And that can take a day or two to be approved, right? So they're making sure they're not getting a bunch of spam bots. And so, um, you know, if it's something you had to do, like let's say you're attending a how-to webinar and you need to have the software installed and loaded, uh, the trial installed and loaded, make sure you do this a couple of days beforehand because you have to sign up for an account. They have to, a human has to look at it, make sure you're not a bot and approve it. And that can take usually it's same day, but it's not going to be within 30 minutes typically. And it can take up to 48 hours. So that's one thing to be a note of. Um, in any case, once you have it downloaded, you're ready to install it. And in our next tech tip, what I'll do is I'll show you how to create a simple program in TIA Portal and then download it and test it in PLC Sim. But for now, that's today's tech tip. And with that, I want to go over to our community corner. And at this point, every show, I like to take a moment and just wish everybody who has a birthday today a very happy birthday. Now, if your birthday's over the weekend, happy birthday to you too. Now, if you connect with me on LinkedIn and you put your birthday in your profile, you will show up on my personal connections birthday list. So I want to wish all my connections who have a birthday today a very happy birthday, including Fabio, Nicole, Andy, John, Christopher, David, Stefani, uh, Punit, and Joe and Bob. So I want to wish all my connections a very happy birthday. And I want to wish you a very happy birthday if your birthday is today or this weekend. And from there, I like to go over to automation.locals.com. This is the community we're building for uh, those who follow the automation blog, the automation podcast, the morning show, and uh, the automation show and everything we're working on, the automation school. And um, here you can see that you can follow the, uh, the community completely free. I post everything I work on here and... Uh, you know, members can post questions and become a member. All you have to do is sign up. Membership starts at the price of one cup of coffee a month. And you can be a member. You can ask me questions. If I know the answers, I'll definitely share them. We did. I say this uh, quite often. We have people ask questions that are outside of my experience. And I'm unable to help like Parker HMIs and other things. But uh, in any case, um, you can send me a message here. If you can't share the exact details with the public about your question, you can use this button here. And uh, that's at automation.locals.com. And from there, I want to go over to a reminder that if you think I missed some news today, you can send it to me. Whether you're a vendor, customer, OEM, integrator, or just a fan of industrial automation, you can send me news stories that you think I missed using this form here. And also, if you're a vendor, you can sponsor um, the show, the blog, and our podcast, and all our work right here at theautomationblog.com is all the information. We actually had a new vendor set up a sponsorship yesterday. We had another very large vendor set up a month-long sponsorship of the morning show uh, for March. We're excited about that. We're going to have some giveaways and all kinds of great stuff. So really appreciate them and appreciate all the vendors who uh, decide to sponsor us so we can bring you more free news and automation how-tos. And with that, I want to go over here and just remind you that every single link I talk about today is up here at automate.news. Today is the 17th, so you'll see them all right under here. And I want to go back at, in and add the podcasts. I, don't, I didn't put links to the podcasts uh, on the related subjects uh, for today or yesterday, so I'll go back and put those in later. But in any case, um, you'll find all the links right here. And now 
that I've said that. Last thing I want to say is thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule to spend it with me and take a look at what's interesting and new in industrial automation for today. And I want to wish you all a very happy, safe, and healthy day and weekend. And until next time, my friends, peace.